0: So excited to share with you what I'm gonna share this message for 2022. It's something I've been putting in my life that has been radically changing my day-to-day walk with God and my circumstances. Honestly, I'm learning to live above and through any and every circumstance with joy and with an abundance from God. And I want you to have that too. So I can't wait for you to listen. Welcome to The Kindling Fire, my name is Troy Mangum. God is preaching a sermon to the world through people's lives. People's experience, history, and testimonies all point to some amazing attribute of God that you too can experience. I interview revolutionaries, fire starters, and troublemakers. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life, a voice that says, with God you can, and with God you will step into the abundant life. So let's get rolling. welcome to 2022 I am so excited to share with you an encouraging message that God has been teaching me and I want to kind of share what I've been learning and what I've been putting into practice and um, and I tell you what there is nothing like sweet conviction <laughs> You know, if you know the Jesus that I know, when you are convicted, you don't feel terrible and you don't feel condemned and you don't feel hopeless and you don't be like, oh, I knew it. I'm terrible. That's just not how it happens. When God convicts you of something, he is rescuing you and he is rescuing. He rescued me. I went under some deep conviction uh, recently. So as you guys know, in, in 2021, you know, Brian Brent passed away. He's kind of a hero of mine, and I started to listen to some of his teachings, and one of his teachings about the culture of faith, because one of his children was giving testimony that, you know, their dad was such a man of faith, and it inspired them, and so I was listening to some of his teachings on on faith, and the Lord just went, wow! he just like zapped me, like with conviction, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so convicted, and this is what it was, Um, You know, my family and I went to Youth with a Mission, and I've written about it in my book. I've talked about it in my podcast. It's kind of being a big event in my life. But one of the things I haven't really talked about much is that God gave me enough uh, faith to kind of step across the line, quit my job, live by faith, move, put everything at risk. But what I didn't talk about was the unbelief that plagued my soul. And that so often, day in and day out, I was so worried about God providing for us. I was so worried about us running out of money. I was so worried about everything being like destroying everything. That most of my experience of that day in and day out um, was really full of unbelief. And as a result of that, I was stressed, I was unhappy, I was aggravated, I was frustrated, I was fearful, I was anxious. I was a lot of negative things, and it sucked, and it didn't have to be that way, and you know, then my, the testimony of that is that God provided, we came back, God, you know, I got my first paycheck from a source that God provided the day I ran out of money, like I wasted six months worrying about it, but really what it was is it showed me how much unbelief I had, you know, I had to repent, you know, to my wife, like I'm, I am I just was like, I can't. I didn't even recognize how much unbelief I was operating in during that time. But guess what? It wasn't just that time. I've been unbel- I've had so much unbelief in my heart that it's like it's like God is starting to unravel like you don't trust me. You don't believe what you read in the Bible. And I'm like, I'll read the Bible and I and it's it's like I want God to like convince me. Convince me, God, you know, like like prove it. And And God's just not going to do that. Now, he will have mercy on you. There was a young man or older man who had a sick daughter. And Jesus came to him. And and Jesus said, do you believe I can heal your daughter? And he goes, the man said, I believe. Help my unbelief. And guess what? Jesus helped his unbelief. So that's an honest prayer. And I'd actually encourage you to pray that prayer. But I tell you what, like I've been so convicted of my unbelief. It's just been crazy. I, I just am shocked yes, shocked that I, uh, that I don't believe God as much as I thought I did. Because of all the religious things I do, I, my prayers were full of unbelief. My Bible reading was full of unbelief. My quiet times were full of unbelief. My speech to my family and my friends were full of unbelief. Like unbelief was just like robbing me of everything. And so, so why do I start out with that? Uh, because it's so fun that's why (laughs) because conviction if you've been convicted like i've been it is a rescue it is you got a new door to walk through it's like woo! i get to live a new way and i had no idea that i was locked behind some other door that i put myself in through all my you know sin and yes it is a sin just to be clear unbelief is a sin it's a sin guys and so God convicted me of it, and I was so, I've, I've been repentive, and I'm on a freaking war path, man. I'm like, I'm getting that out of my life. And and just to kind of do a side thing, um, for those that have kind of been in faith teachings and things, look, what I'm talking about is not, oh man, I'm going to believe for a car, or I'm going to believe I'm going to get rich, or I'm going to believe that I'm going to get a dessert like every freaking meal, and it's not going to add weight to my waistline. Yeah, I've got faith. That's ridiculous. And I hate it. And that is not what we're talking about. We're talking about living above your circumstances. Not that you have faith so your circumstances are like spot on and perfect. And even if you weren't a Christian, you'd be super happy. Like, no. Like, I don't care what the difficulty. I don't care what the challenge is. You can have joy. You can live in abundance. You can have all that the Bible says if you actually believe it. So let's talk about uh, kind of this area that God kind of showed me that I'm so excited to tell you about. And that is about grace. So um, there's an old teacher named James Ryle. I think he uh, passed away, but he kind of taught me about grace. Um, You think of grace as like unmerited favor, but a lot of times we mix grace and mercy. We kind of conflate those things. And mercy is um, unmerited favor. It's, it's, It's you didn't deserve it. The the blood of Jesus washed you clean. He's had mercy on you. And that's like you don't deserve mercy, but you get it. So that's that's kind of like what that is. What grace is, is grace is the empowerment to live out this Christian life in a powerful way. So I'm going to share a, a scripture that gives that definition, which is in Titus 2, 2.11. And this is what it says. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us, this grace teaches us, to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. Like Grace teaches you to walk with Jesus In this present age, and I love that it says that because it's like, look, COVID is not the only hard thing that humanity has gone through, you know. And sometimes we get so fixated on oh, our difficult life. It's just like get over it. Like Jesus is saying, this present age, like, like I don't care what your circumstances, you know, you can have. uh, My grace will teach you to live an upright and godly life, and so I love that. And so. So one day I was praying. I was driving down the car recently. Uh, it was probably in December. And um, and I was just saying, God, please give me grace for the day. You know, and, and I've had this understanding of grace. as a supernatural empowerment to go through situations in a supernatural way. Be like, wow, like I've got more resources than my own self. I've got grace. I have grace for this situation. I have grace today. Yeah, that kind of thing. But my prayer was a little bit like, Lord, please give it to me. And then I started just kind of to thinking about God and thinking like, okay, like, you know, God has given us, there's this wonderful verse. I don't have it. I'm not going to read it, but I'll try to quote it from memory, which is God has given us everything for life and godliness in Christ Jesus. Like he's given us everything. Another verse says our, uh, uh, all of our prayers are yes and amen in Christ. You know, and so there's this teaching that we have everything we need. But what's so funny is our life doesn't look like that. Like if we have everything we need, then why are you so depressed and scared and anxious and uh, freaking out and all this other stuff if you've got everything you need? and this is So, so as I was praying for grace for the day, I started imagining God uh, giving me a bank account. And so in the bank account would be things that, you know, that, proverb, that scripture that I just shared about he's given us everything for life and godliness life, skills, talent, ability, insight, strategy, life, and godliness, walking with God, being godly. You know, he's giving us everything. That that bank account is kind of like God is the source, and he's just dumping things into the bank account. He's dumping grace into the bank account. And here I am saying, God, please, would you please let me have a little bit of grace today to get by, to get through and I've got, like, abundance of grace. I've got, like, way more grace than I need for the day. Like, I'm rich in grace. Like, my dad is, uh, owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Like, he's God. There is no limit to his resources, okay? Like, I'm a trust, a, I'm a trust fund born-again baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just pouring stuff into that bank account. And I just had a revelation. I was like, why am I asking God for something I already have? I have grace. It's in my bank account. I just need to withdraw it by faith. And so then my prayer changed. God, please help me to have grace. Changed to, God, thank you. I receive grace for the day. And God, not only that, but I know that you've got so much grace in that bank account. I receive it for everybody else. I'm actually going to be a delight to be around. I'm going to be in a good mood. I'm going to have grace for whatever I deal with today because I'm abundantly rich in grace and I'm going to have even more and it's going to spill over to other people. Think about the Bible verse. Jesus said, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds. You know, it's like uh, it talks about he was thirsty come to me and not only will I quench your thirst, but rivers of living water will come out of you. Like, these are things that Bible, the Jesus says. And it should look like something in somebody's life. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was so enamored and so inspired by Brian Brent. The man was in a good mood. He loved Jesus, and he had difficult circumstances. He ended up dying by a complication related to his illness. His wife was ill for i don't know 20 some years and he was believing that she would be healed which she was (laughs) years uh, about about 40 years ago or three years ago and so i mean it it's he didn't have an easy life he lived by faith you know all these other things but i'm telling you what the man was happy the man was full of joy the man had like jesus joy and i and, and anyway so i was like what's going on with him like what's that about and that's where I stumbled in this whole faith thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm riddled with unbelief. And so this whole grace thing, I was like, man, God, you're rich. I'm I am. So I started praying like this. And I, I'm sorry to repeat myself, but it's so good I'm gonna repeat it. That I basically said, I withdraw grace today. And I only withdraw what I more than what I for what I need today, I would draw more so that I have grace. I'll be the most gracious person in the freaking world today because I am rich in grace. Then this is what happened. Uh, I was just having that kind of revelation driving down the road, getting all excited about how rich I am in God. And then I ran across the scripture and then I was like, wow, <laughs> that's how it was. And so it's uh, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And this is what it says. God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. First off, I love abound. He said, I'm able to make grace abound to you. I'm not able to just give you a little squeaky, just get by grace. I'm giving you abundance of it. And and so much of us, we think that it's like we live in a a get by God. We're just going to, God, just just squeeze out a little bit so I can get by. And it's just like, no, I'm going to pour out abundance on you. That the fruit of the spirit would be in abundance on you. Not just a little bit and enough just for you, but like, Your joy is going to affect other people. Your laughter is going to affect other people. Your love is going to affect other people. Your patience is going to affect other people. Your peace is going to affect other people. And you're going to get to joy it yourself. So he's able to make all grace abound to you. And I loved this. I got so excited about it. In all things at all times. What is not included in that? All things. All times. Morning, noon, and night. Winter. Summer. Spring. Fall. Any situation, all things, work, play, marriage, family, friends, uh, whatever. All things, all times, so that you may abound in every good work. So this grace that you receive in abundance that's going to take care of all of your stuff and everything that you've been worrying about, you know, you're going to just be like, "Woo! I believe, I've got it, I know I have it in faith. So I say that I, when I would pray that, I'd be like, I have no idea what's going to happen today. But I know that I'm going to be able to handle it because I've got grace for it. And I'm going to be able to have grace for other people because I have it in abundance. Because I actually am starting to believe. I'm actually starting to have faith that, oh my gosh, I am as rich as he says I am. Like, why would I not believe that? Why would I not believe such good news? And so then I ran across another scripture recently, and it just got me all stoked. And it's in Romans 5.17. 5, and, and I'll just read the. the it talks about Adam, is sin being introduced to Adam, and kind of bringing death to the world. And then it says, How much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through one man, Jesus Christ? Who does not want to reign in life? Who does not want to conquer circumstances? Who does not want to win every day? Who does not want to have victory every day? You can reign in life. What is, what's the way to do that? Receiving. Guys, receive by faith the things God has given you. If you do not receive it because you doubt it and you think he's a liar and you don't think it applies to you and you're too sinful and it's all these excuses, stop it. You were, you were making yourself poor. You're just, I mean, not poor, like financially poor, poor in spirit. Like you're just depleting everything God has done for you. Why? Because you don't trust him. And so, back to having faith. How much more would those who receive an abundance of grace, so he's given it to you in abundance. It's, it's for you and more than enough for others. And a free gift of righteousness, hello, you're forgiven. It's a free gift. It's mercy. It's a free gift of righteousness. You have abundance of grace to deal with whatever circumstance you got. You've got complete a free gift of righteousness. You're righteous before Christ. Take Paul's advice by faith, forgetting what is behind. Forget that sin. Let it go. Stop dwelling on it. It's done. Forgetting what is behind, pressing on towards what ahead, to what God has called me in Christ Jesus. Guys, like this is a one two punch combo. Abundance of grace, free gift of righteousness, reign in life. Come on. Just reign in life. Like 2022 is going to be an amazing year. Why? Why is it going to be an amazing year? Because by faith, I'm saying I'm going to have everything that I need for the circumstances I'm going to go through. Everything. Everything that I need. Hey, guys, and I'm not preaching to you like, oh, like like everything is perfect for me. I'm in debt. You know what? I don't care. God's going to take care of that. Why do I know that? Because I'm going to have grace enough for it. And God's going to give me the grace, the wisdom, the strategy. And He says in all things, that includes, that's included in all things. That stresses me out. It doesn't stress me out anymore. If God's going to take care of it. There could be other situations that, you know, that you're walking through that you are, is your excuse why not to trust God. If only this was gone, I wouldn't trust, you know, if only this was gone, I could trust God. Trust Him now. If, if only I wasn't sick, I'd trust him now. Trust him now. Trust him now. Like, yeah, Like man, that, that was another verse that talks about, like, we forfeit the grace that could be ours. Those that do not believe in God forfeit the grace that could be theirs. They forfeit it. They're just like, okay, yeah, I empty my wallet of hope, you know, love, and good things. I'm just going to empty it out here and just, like, on the altar of unbelief. You know, it's just like, I'm going to be the miserable guy because I'm not going to believe. I I refuse to be made a fool. (laughs) It's just like, I'm a fool for Christ and I'm happy for it. And that's the message for 2022. Guys, there is, guess what else is in that bank account? Love, peace, joy, patience, goodness, kindness, self-control. Oh my gosh, God's not giving us the spirit of fear, which is pretty much what unbelief is but of love, power, and a sound mind. You're rich in it. The bank account is full. Are you withdrawing today? Do you need power? Ask God for power. Do you need self-control? Hello, I do. I mean, I've been overheating or whatever. Like, yes, I need self-control. I'm just so excited about it. So let's just wrap this up. Guys, I'm going to tell you right now, you can have an amazing year 2022. It can be amazing, but it's going to require faith. And it's going to require belief that God actually, what he says in the Bible, is actually true for you in your situation and in your circumstance. Let me pray for you. Lord, I just thank you for all these listeners, God. I just thank you that they're going to have an amazing 2022. God, if they have unbelief in their life in any way, shape, or form, Rip it out of them, God. May they surrender it to you, God. May they repent of unbelief. And God, I pray that they would start withdrawing from your bank account, withdrawing everything they need, and more than enough. And they would start to live by faith, and they would start to see the miraculous life that you really called us to live, that life that is abundant and full of wonder. But God, we go through the doorway of faith to actually live that life. And so, Lord, I pray Rip out unbelief in their heart, Lord God. I pray that they would sincerely ask you to take it out, reveal it, convict them where they have unbelief, be it in money or relationships or situations or wounds or whatever it is, God, rip that unbelief out so that they can start living that abundant life and living in the abundant grace. Oh, thank you, God, for your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, I am so excited to be with you this year, and you are going to be awesome. So just go to it. I pray that this was encouraging to you, and we'll see you soon. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Hey, if you did like it, it would be really helpful if you want to send us a review over on iTunes. That would be really cool. And if you want to connect, go over to Instagram, search Troy Mangum or The Kindling Fire, and we can connect there. And that would be a great way to kind of stay in touch. I am doing a YouTube channel, so we do video formats of these podcasts, and we'd love to have you look there. Okay, guys, until next time, be awesome.